0: online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM, BBC Radio 2, Russell Brand.
1: So I'm here with Matt Morgan, he's my co-host of the show, otherwise I simply wouldn't have let him in, are you alright? Co-host? Yeah, I've been I called, I, called a a, I called you a co-host while he's away, I noticed that, I was watching the DVD extras, and when uh, Noel Fielding was here, goes my normal co-host, Matt Morgan, here, I watch that back, i made a mental note, I always refer to him simply as... Oaf, Matt (laughs) Morgan. Rather than giving him these grandiose terms, yeah, looks nice. Thank you. Why? just because I've straightened it a bit. Why have you straightened it a bit, I you suppose? <laughs> Why is... have you doing a panicky housewife face? <laughs> he's doing a panicky housewife face because he's got a secret engagement leader. Mr. G is here. He's the poet laureate of the show and a more talented poet you'd never likely to meet. We was over in Dublin just a few days ago. Mr. G wowed the folks there with his performance, which could only be described as enlivening. Wild it was in Dublin, Matt, Really? I there. <laughs> yeah. It I was... would have come, but I was in a... I was in Prague. Well, the people of Dublin missed you. Oh, well, they... was Well, the people Where's of Prague Matt? loved me. Well, really, did they, Matt? Not
2: really, actually.
1: <laughs> no, I don't suppose they, hadn't they did. They had heard of the show over there. No, it's not caught on at all in the former Eastern Bloc, and that's due to poor marketing <laughs> from the BBC, I'd say. And you were doing a racist voice? Oh yeah, oh, so he was, Warren. Oh, he... What about when I did that in the back of a cab once? Accidentally, we had an Irish cab driver once, and I, without thinking, goes, "Could you take us <laughs> for a cup of coffee, dude?" It's storybooks like that. And Matt wrote on his phone, like you know, when you write a text but you don't send the text, you just show the other person your phone. He went, "The cab driver is Irish." I it said in typed a comment in that voice. It was in that voice. <laughs> you absolute goon! What and then are you bit thinking? Your fist. We go, oh no! Oh and no! I, and I just did a variety. What ain't there, mon? Who's that gun? Uh, oh yeah, you know me. I just always do. I, I, I'm doing accents. accent. I'm, I'm the accent man.
0: Don't be offended. I'm doing everyone's accent. Russell Brown.
1: Slash will be on the show later. Slash is coming up in the second hour. Slash, ah, Matt really fancy <laughs> We've already interviewed Slash. Slash came in a little while ago, we, uh, chatted to him. He's ever such a lovely gentleman, really nice, handsome, brilliantly dressed. But what I won't do is become obsessed, like Matt is. When he left, Matt, Matt went, I goes, he's quite nice looking, isn't he? He goes, it's surprising that he wears all that stuff, like the glasses and the hair and the hat, because he's got a quite a nice face. And then, yeah, his picture in his book is actually really handsome. <laughs> I got really passionate about it, like he wanted to marry Slash. You like him a lot, don't you? Yeah, but I respect
2: him. And what, uh, what
1: is the respect based on?
2: Because... You're it, winking. Uh, Juice. Before he achieved, and also just when I was a kid, his poster was on my wall. Yeah, you've Gotta
1: respect that. He arrived when I put the
2: blue tack on him.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had a Bross poster on my wall. Well, so there you go. Make that judgment. That's the
2: fundamental difference then, between us. That's
1: one of them. I wrote, like, I wrote on it. Like, but I sort of like so I defaced it. But I bet I you I made yourself Craig Logan. In my, in my mind, I was so I could get close to the- the Bross twins. And I had them Grosh bottle tops on my shoes. I was really See, into- See, while you were doing that, I had a leather jacket and I was smoking fags. You probably weren't. You were probably- you were a couple of years younger than me. You are probably still scared of that crow in your wall. <laughs> <laughs> you were on a snivelling little wretch, seven years old or something. Certainly, we'll be talking to James Whitaker. He's one of those royal experts who I'm sort of quite interested in. If you've not seen him on telly, he sounds a bit like, glad I know! As I know, what? <laughs> I'm a, I'm
2: a expert. I You it gave him a... the job.
1: <laughs> I don't know. My impression's not very good. I'll be honest. Says but that f- old fisherman. <laughs> <There she blows. laughs> it's not like that. I've missed. I've missed. It was anything. But I mean, there's a sort of an odd gargle to his voice.
2: <laughs> The Davros, out of the Dalek. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Doctor. Queen <laughs> 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 of oh, I die. What are that. you doing to this man? Well, he's royal correspondent. When he comes on, you'll know. That's what. That's all I can say, Matt. Oh, really.
2: great. Why don't you make an elephant in the room? Feel <laughs> embarrassed.
1: Well, just listen to his voice, because we're going to talk to him. Because I'm, of course, doing the Royal Variety performance. There's been a lot of phone calls between oh. me and the producer of the Royal Variety performance, laying out protocols of what's acceptable and what's not.
2: What you laying down
1: protocols? course for the queen yeah so if she, she can't look at me <laughs> she better dress up nice as well the <laughs> right bloody state in that recreation of her wedding day the tart what i want her to wear is a lovely basque a peephole bra <laughs> and i want her to totter in there in stilettos and do a blow-off over the edge of the balcony and
2: saying things like that yeah. is the reason that there's been a lot of phone calls between you <laughs> and the producers
1: i know it's good though because i'm capable of behaving when i need to like when i'm looking after my mate john roger's kids i'm good as gold i don't say anything weird i just go oh come on spider-man and stuff like that you know don't say that to the queen all <laughs> oh, <come laughs> oh, right tell you All right, medge hey what you mate, you, you read the I, book, you, book yet yeah? you're <laughs> the only one who hasn't <laughs> i tell you what you come across as right <laughs> puss <sourpuss>, in <isn't> it <laughs> 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 No, you don't laugh i'm missing about
0: you come across smashing i <laughs> give us a candle. bbc radio 2 russell brown
1: we've got to get through to no gallagher i've not spoken to me. i'm worried about him yeah but do you know why what? So it all right? happened. No, didn't you read about it? No, of course not. The what The stalker
2: happened? thing. that came to Abbey Road. <laughs> well, what, what's that one? Who's stalking no, That's sounds quite serious. An Some Gallagher? bloke came there. Who's I stalking think it was a him? Greek bloke. Well, let me tell you, Greek bloke, right, turned up and said that he wrote all the lyrics to, um, what, the latest album and that <laughs> Noel Gallagher stolen them. Which Did is quite, you must be mad to own up to that. But
1: yeah, why would you make such a claim? <laughs> hey, you know them lyrics, right? I know all, all of them. You're yeah, right, mate. Have it, you know, I'll just make them up on
2: top. No, but I think it's something we shouldn't joke about because oh, right. in the papers. I think it's Oh, yeah, don't serious. do bad
1: things in the papers, mate. Yeah. Well, the old bill are involved. All oh, the plagues are involved. Don't get your hands dirty, you mate. Get your colour felt hey, Yeah. Oh, careful, you might get a kick in the muff. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've driven Dawkins away with idiocy now. Richard Dawkins was going to be on this oh, show, no, he the show. Perhaps the foremost us. mind of our time. Is that time, why he's left? The evolutionary psychologist. He's hung up cos he thought, this was a silly show. This is a lot of silly business, I've, he just said about kicking the muff about <laughs> ten
2: seconds ago. That's what did it, this is what you did to the man who was zippy. I he hung know. up, he could have him about us. sex.
1: Every time people try and get near us, Matt, I'll kick them up the muff and send them scurrying <laughs> away. Oh, not, not Richard Dawkins and Chomsky, that's two people now. That was your Gordon Brown interview? Oh, I touched him on the willy, <laughs> It went terribly wrong. Now I did
2: some research for about four seconds. Actually,
1: the reason I'm not no. I'm not interviewing Gordon Brown because it it affects our revolutionary credentials. They said you can't show political bias, and I said, "Well, it, how bad is it a political bias." I think that all politicians should be lined up and shot in the street like dogs. They went, mm, "Well, that's bias." And I it's went, not bias, nothing. actually. Oh, because all of them, it. yeah. Yeah, you're right, Matt. In a way, I'm the ideal replacement for Jeremy Vartin. <laughs> <So, laughs> you shouldn't, uh, say that. No. I shouldn't, no, should I? I did, though, didn't I? <laughs> there it was. It's out there in the stinking old, silly, old, circle-faced world. So, uh, will Richard Dawkins never come back, do you think? Richard Dawkins, if you aren't listening, you're a right miserable old sod. <laughs> if you are, I'll just like to say, there definitely is a Jesus, there definitely was a Mohammed, there definitely was a Buddha, and they've got magical powers like Power Rangers, and they're the only things that can save us. Let's definitely really worship things to the exclusion of all logic and rationale. Yeah, Richard Dawkins, get into Christmas time. Yeah. The best
0: bits all brown.
1: Right, come on, let's do a record because we're blathering on. Okay. Right, we're going to, loco in Acapulco, four tops. What? Sometimes when I'm in Acapulco, do you know what I feel? It's bloody (laughs) loco. Here, I'm in Acapulco, I've gone loco. I thought that was in there by mistake. No. That's my choice of the week. Going loco down in Acapulco, if you stay too long, yes, you'll be going loco down in Acapulco, the magic down there is so strong. So nice in Acapulco that you will go a bit, mad right now this next verse i guess look at matt studying it like a little student boffin he once was oh my god it's so intense don't start to develop admiration for the song Matt. Because your head will swell up <laughs> 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 richard branson will try and get in your underpants and sell you around the world <laughs> feel the pressure your backs against the wall love is gaining on you you're just about to fall you're afraid to love afraid to take a That's chance on like you chain someone up what? Hold on,
2: why? Your back's against the wall.
1: Love's gaining on you. You're <laughs> <laughs> afraid to love me? <laughs> my chat chap moves are the best chat moves that I've ever heard, aren't they? Some of them? No, no. Hold on, hold on, mate. I chat people right up with when my it moves. it works right so what do you want jam on it for god's sake once someone's chatted up all nice that's it the job's done
2: you You better better hide your feelings get out while you can that's me (laughs) piping up (laughs)
0: russell brown
1: now without any further ado or hullabaloo let's introduce perhaps one of the most eminent and finest minds of our time it's hello richard not you matthew you're not a bright young man you are an art school dropout it's professor richard dawkins hello there hello Sorry that we kept you waiting earlier on the That's show. All right. We are quite blundering and uh, in many ways shambolic. Okay. I'd like to apologise for that now. Uh, it's been a dear wish of mine, uh, Professor, to speak to you for quite some time uh mostly through the prism of my own self-obsession uh on account of uh, how your theories on evolutionary psychology would help me to understand the uh, obsession of male sexuality and my inability to break habitual uh, behavior around the pursuit of sex
3: well, that's not a question I've had before. So, go go ahead.
1: Well, what it is, uh, Professor. Even though you're forever banging the drum for, uh, like, you know, sort of for us uh, unraveling the myth of religion, I kind of think that in the secular age, the idea of salvation through love has replaced salvation through God. So, I find
3: that rather an attractive idea.
1: What so? Salvation through love?
3: Yeah.
1: How, well, explain then, because I, don't, I think it's equally unrealistic.
3: Well. At least it is real. At least there's something there, isn't there? It may not last forever, but, but it's, it's wonderful while it lasts.
1: But do you not think, then, that God is just, is a signifier, really, for oneness and truth and eternity that exists beyond our plane of understanding?
3: Well, it could be something like that, but if that's what you think, then there's no point praying to it, is there? Or asking it to forgive your sins, but, or asking it to listen to your prayers. But um, but it's got to be more like a person if, if you're going to do that. So I think that people are rather confused. Einstein certainly thought that God was just a kind of word for the... For the wonders of the universe, that kind of thing. So it's the personification of God that you object to. Yes, right. I mean, you you wouldn't bother to pray to Einstein's God, would you?
1: Well, well, hold on. But in a, in a fashion, like through the like through Eastern ideologies, perhaps like through prayer and meditation, you could bring yourself into alignment with a pure force of energy. And if you call that God, or. Buddha or whatever you call it—it's sort of irrelevant, but still somehow.
3: Well, good. yes, I mean th- th- there could be something in the Oriental way of doing things, mm. meditation and things. I wouldn't think it's anything supernatural, though. I mean, the brain is a wonderfully complicated thing, and if you practice certain techniques like meditation, yeah, you might have. Mental experience is a bit like taking drugs. I mean, yes. it, 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 it could be a, a bit like that. It doesn't mean that there's anything supernatural
1: though. Um, well, I suppose my problem, Richard, is that by negating the power of the divine, we're left with a world that is unaspirational and perhaps it becomes somehow acceptable for us to, for us not to try and connect and to not be beautiful and truthful.
3: Oh, I don't think that at all. I, I, I think that, that you can love poetry, you can love music, you can love art, you can love science without thinking there's anything supernatural.
1: Hey, uh, Richard Dawkins, what do you think about, like, the ideas of, uh, Rayle and Eric von Daniken, then people that think that ancient scriptures are merely primitive people describing an advanced alien technology? Do you think that that's likely or possible? Do you think that life on Earth was possibly seeded by an extraterrestrial nation?
3: No. Why? That's a really <laughs> no good one! I like that one! <laughs> No, I I don't at all. I, I think that's, I mean, it, it's not that I don't think there are extraterrestrial civilizations, I, I think there probably are. Well, that's quite but I think good. they're so far away we probably never meet them, and, and people might like to look at a magazine called The Sceptical Inquirer, which has...
1: They probably won't, they'll probably be too sceptical. Oh, I can't be bothered to get The Sceptical Inquirer. Don't get the Sceptical
3: Inquirer. Well, so I recommend it. It's, re- it's really rather fun to have all these things explained. But
1: I do sometimes sense divine power and connection. What is that? Madness.
3: Well, I feel <laughs> something a bit like that when I look up at the Milky Way, look up at the stars or look mm. down the microscope. I think the human brain is a very complex thing and I think it responds emotionally to wonderful things and wonder the that, that sheer size that? of the universe is wonderful and so you probably do get a kind of upwelling of feeling.
1: I think there is something. I think there is something. I think there is a, a powerful divine force. I sense it. And I think also that it's the only thing that can save us. You know, I don't think we should accept blindly supernatural ideas, but I think the, ide- uh, the, the the notion that there's things beyond our immediate comprehension, things that are magical, I find it exciting and entrancing. And
3: well, I find lots of things exciting and entrancing but I don't think I would just say that I feel that something must be true. I mean, what what you feel and what I feel is irrelevant. What matters is what there's evidence for.
1: But does it, though, Richard? Because, like, why, why can't feelings be as good as thoughts? Oh, go on, <laughs> give us a cuddle.
3: Well... But you, I mean, you can feel all sorts of things. People feel pe- people who are insane feel they're Napoleon. It's it's not a serious argument to say you feel something. Mm, yes, There's got to be a better so. reason than that.
4: Uh, the
1: God delusion, because that's been around for uh, for ages. Why do we have to say about that? We know about
3: that already. Well, the, no. Well, the God delusion's been out about a year, mm. um, and it's sold very well. It's sold more than a million and a half copies now. within it's one. Not year.
1: So as much as the Bible, though, mate. The <laughs> Bible's not still
3: not the Bible, out here. We're knocking out Bibles. Than the most non-fiction, and the Bible, of course, is fiction. Oh.
0: Oh No,
1: people <laughs> like it. They like a good story. Oh, come on, cheer up.
0: Russell Brown.
1: Should we continue our analysis of going loco down in a
0: Yes, please. We've not
1: really reached anything it's resembling. Just skirted around the issues. Really... Yeah, come on. Right. You'll be pulling out your hair, drowning in despair with a whole lot of nothing on your way to nowhere. That's quite a good existential lament. So too many s-
2: negatives. Doesn't that make a positive?
1: Yes, I suppose it does in a mathematical sense, but not if load of negative things kept happening to you. Say you were in a bed sit and then you found out that you tested positive for an awful blood disease, then you got kicked in the nuts, and then you found out your dad had gone all homeless and he wanted to stay with you. You wouldn't go, well, actually, so many negative things happened, then I think this is brilliant fun now, and, like, ride your dad around like a mule. I haven't got to that bit in the book here, <laughs> yet. <laughs> when you realise what a fool you've been, you'll be haunted by her face, missing her warming brain. This song don't make sense. It's just all over it's the about place. About lost love, man. All it's about is that someone's gone. Acapoco rhymes with loco. Well, that's nothing wrong with that if you just no well no. Gallagher, rhymes. who's on the show later if he picks up his bloody phone.
2: How many he says slide and shine and slide
1: stop. away, shine it up your face, <laughs> never know. <laughs> on a beauty race, boat today, <laughs> gonna do a done, never did it know
3: now.
1: <laughs> Hello Russell says Tom Carax, which is the weirdest word I've ever heard. I enjoyed your talk with Richard Dawkins, I particularly enjoyed the way you spoke in your normal voice, not once <laughs> varying from it. I thought you ought to know that he's a bit of a hypocrite for as an ardent, um, oh he's a hypocrite for an ardent atheist. Before before dinner at New College, Oxford University, where he's nominally a don, though he actually spends very little time there, he's funded by the guy who invented Word. Hmm, okay.
4: Well, that's Microsoft God. Word.
1: Oh, right, that's what he meant. In the beginning there was the Word and the Word was God. He has, on more than one occasion, said grace. I also thought we didn't answer your question on evolutionary psychology. Right, so supposed atheist Richard Dawkins has said grace, which is a Maybe religious he's got thing. Maybe he when he says grace. Flixies. I call them squitsies at my school. Did you? You call them flicksies.
2: They were always flicksies at my school. Might do your school for special kids, would not it? Yours was? You told us that once.
1: Hey! Bright kids, special kids. <laughs> uh, uh, that's why we was allowed to do painting all day, cos we were so clever we didn't need mats. Russell
0: Brown. Russell's regular item. Gay! This
1: week, got, this week on my item, gay, I'll be helping a gay lad. Look Here at he you. Is. Well, I wasn't floundering. You, you want see Peter Sissons do that? I've saw Peter Sissons recently and he's put on an awful lot of weight.
2: Oh, and I wonder why you care. What do you mean? I remember once. What happened? Tell me. You told me he was the only man you'd ever sleep with. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that?
1: Years ago.
4: I mean, Peter Sissons is the only man I'd ever sleep with! (laughs) Oh,
1: look that. at you looking at me like,
4: oh, and I wonder why. Oh, you...
1: wait, has he? Oh. And why's that hurt you so much? <laughs> That's come home roosted. It. Well done,
2: Sissons, you fatty.
1: <laughs> oh, great, here go go, dreams. This close, mate. <laughs> i tell you, I, I would almost sniff it, Sissons. <laughs> yeah, well, you couldn't keep your hands off the pork pies and the pork, could you, Sissons? Well, keep your hands off me. Because I tell you, you've pushed me one bridge too far. Hello, here is the news. I'm sorry, you probably can't <laughs> take me seriously say But, but uh, look, let's not have a go. I like people that are a bit chubby. Particularly if they're Sissons. like- Sissons. <laughs> if they're Sissons. What did I say? Like, because like, of his authority, did I say? Yeah, I think I can remember saying that, and actually in quite an intellectual way, saying, well, look, yeah, I would say it for a man if it was like Peter Sissons and I felt he could look after me. Was it like that? Oh,
2: God, that's intelligent, is it? <laughs> it's quite an
5: intelligent one.
1: Actually, it was brilliant. Peter <laughs> this gonna this, this look might after win them, Dawkins <laughs> over, actually. Richard, listen to this. I won't say I'd like the idea of sleeping <laughs> with Peter Sissons, because he could clutch me up to his chest and I could put in a bonnet and Peter Scissors <laughs> could feed me you like
2: They a... I, I dressed Oxford with the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, everyone loved it.
1: I, I've been made a don. This is right, anyway, we're on <clears throat> so well, we
2: found out that you're a uh, gay yeah, for Sissons.
1: Turns out I am. Hello, Russell, Matt, and Mr. G. I'd like to be in your item called Gay. My name is Lost Boy. I've never been with another gay before, but lately I've started to have these feelings for another man. I should refer to him only as Dax Flame. I wonder if I should act on these feelings or should I just keep it to myself? What do you suggest? Thank you so much. Lost always the, boy. Same it's always the same. problem. Always the same problem.
2: I've never like you know anything like what. What else could curtains it Curtains? Should I get?
1: Yeah. What curtains should I get?
2: Um, Peter
1: Sisson's ones made out of lots <laughs> sort of a chocolatey, velvety material. Oh, you should
2: get curtains right with a tie that hangs in the middle of the curtain rail, yeah. like Sisson's tie. Yeah. And when you pull the curtains close, it's like you're putting on his jacket.
4: I right? <laughs> finished, Mr. Sissons. But well, I hope you enjoyed that picture. <laughs> now business is closed for the evening. <laughs> News is this: you've hurt my feelings, you big pig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: I love Peter Sissons. And listen, let not have a... I don't like anyone having a go anywhere for anything. Certain lot of people is a bit chubby. Because I'm not, I'm not getting hey, hung up on the chubby. No, am not, I? Because I'm a bit hung up on the chubby in the sense that, what, do you know what I mean? You want to get hung up on the chubby? I like to get hung up on that chubby. <laughs> <laughs> we're really juvenile sometimes, Matthew, especially as we're so bloody clever, it's ridiculous.
0: Online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM.
3: You're listening to the best of Russell Brand on BBC Radio 2. <laughs>
0: Well, I've just been handed a piece
1: of paper it says simply these words. Sissons is on the line. (laughs) Peter (laughs) Sissons, the authoritative voice of news and current affairs and for me, a kind of obelisk of sexuality. Uh, Let's uh, see...
6: (laughs) Peter Sissons, is that your laugh? It is my laugh, yes. I'm just laughing at being an object of sexuality.
1: An obelisk of sexuality, like a big golden monument.
6: Obelisks are made of stone, aren't
1: they? Oh, I suppose so. Perhaps you'd be a cold, indifferent lover.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Not not to those who know me.
1: (laughs) I suppose that's the best way to conduct your sex life. I wish I could say the same, Peter. But I tend to be incredibly generous, even to people I've barely even met. That's just, you know, one of my personal foibles. Well, thing is, I suppose I've found you very alluring.
6: Gosh, it's the first time that, um, someone of, of your, uh, status has said that to me. Well, it's
1: because you've got a, a kind of authority.
6: Well... It, um, you either have it or you, or you don't, I suppose, but, um, I'm not the
1: only one. What happened once, Peter, is I saw you in a department store, I believe it was in Lakeside, this was as a teenager, you, me as a teenager, you weren't there, looking for leather jackets, it was, it was, I was there, and I think it was Debenhams, possibly, other stores are available, and you were, like, selecting out a suit, and you am thinking, oh, that's Peter Sessons, uh, and I think, like, that the image of you scorched so deeply into my retina that I've never really, truly got over it.
6: Was it me or was it the
1: suit? The pair of you together were a pretty unstoppable force <laughs> of a libidinous desire, if I may say. <clears throat> right, let's ask some sensible questions. We've got Peter Sissons on the phone now. We spoke about fancying him. Why, my, my, Matt Morgan, who's my co-host on this show, has just written the word Queen on a bit of paper and underlined it. What's your Peter intention? Peter about
2: the Queen because he's probably met her as well. Have not, you met?
1: All right, have you m- not? Like,
2: you know.
6: Yeah,
1: I haven't met the Queen. I thought- yeah, for a minute I thought that- that was <laughs> suggesting that either you or I were homosexual. Um, no- no-one's
6: ever called me that either. <laughs> you know, you've talked about nothing but erotica since we started to speak.
1: Since he was
2: born. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> My first word was <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, okay, well, alright then, let's talk about something a bit more sensible then. Um, mm, <laughs> 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 all right when you're reading the news don't you just think right well what about this then yeah, i've never had a, this is a good intelligent question you know how like noam chomsky says that the news agenda is set by the government and uh, the sort of the i don't know the the forces of consumerism that control all of our minds yeah. do you ever think when i'm reading the news oh no i'm just helping to manipulate people into a spellbound state where they're divorced from their spirituality and the possibility of freedom, all this news is filthy propaganda, it's not really true. Do you ever think well, that a bit?
6: No, that isn't what causes through my brain, actually. <laughs> it's usually, is the autocue going to work? Uh, <laughs> but uh, every, there hasn't ever been a government in the sort of electronic age that hasn't wanted to control the the media, that mm. wanted to control television. They all try it and it's a battle they all lose.
1: Do you think there can be a revolution, please, Peter Sissons? <laughs>
6: Uh, no. Why? <laughs> we don't have revolutions in this country.
1: We've not had one yet, have we? What about Cromwell? Wasn't that a bit of one?
6: Well, we, well, I suppose you're absolutely right. We've had our revolution. We had it uh, three or four hundred years ago, and um, we got all that out of our system yeah. Yeah, without the sort of bloodshed that they had in other countries when they had their revolutions.
1: Their uh, revolutions were we bloody just... uncivilised, if you <laughs> ask me. There's something special about us English. British. Well
6: I think so. I, I think the I think the British have got a lot to be proud of. I think it's uh, uh, one of the world's great nations and- Because
1: of your voice, Peter, everything you say sounds like it's indisputable fact, right, so I bet you could reboss boss your wife about. Well, dear, I've decided that I'm going to conduct a series of affairs indiscriminately with the neighbours. Alright, Peter! Get your hands off me. Please, Peter, you're breaking my heart! Let me wear your nightie. You, you see,
6: you, you, yeah, you, you're, you're just judging me, taking me at face value, but you, you don't really know where I came from or- Oh. Much about my background. Mm. I can tell you some things about my background, which you might surprise you? Go on then. I'm Well, getting turned on. Uh, uh, well, try. Guess, 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 guess who was the, I was at primary school with?
1: Uh, Goebbels.
6: No, John Lennon. <laughs> wow! And, and, were you? Really? You went to the same primary school as John Lennon? And I, George Harrison. Bloody hell! And Jimmy Tarbuck.
1: Well, I met him uh, when I was doing the Royal Variety Performance. He was lovely. And
6: then when I went to grammar school, I was in the same. I was in the same year as Paul McCartney. What is this Beatles (laughs) education system? George
1: Harrison. Then I went to college with Ringo. (laughs) Brian Epstein was making tea. Um,
6: we... Your school plays must have been good.
1: (laughs) Assembly. okay, in assembly. (laughs) Hello. Welcome to assembly. I'm Peter Sissons. (laughs) Coming up we've got comedy from a young man called Jimmy Tarbuck, then a little skiffle band called The Quarrymen, I think they might be called the Beatles, they don't they can't there. Must have been a laugh. Peter it's been a, a very great privilege to speak to you on our show I because, you know before I thought of you as such, just some sort of brainless sex objects. <laughs> <laughs> and now I realise that you are a man with incredible gravitas. Well, I, I used to speak highly of you too. <laughs> of you. <laughs> the ma- there's no, there's no higher compliment than being a sex object, I- I- in my personal <laughs> opinion. But uh, thank you very much for giving us your time, Peter, it's been an absolute joy to talk to you. All the best. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.
2: Peter Sissons. Ah, uh, oh, oh, you, Peter point, Sissons. Point, yeah.
1: Bye-bye. Yeah, everything sounds like news. Oh, so I liked having Peter Sissons on the show, did you? He's got a little hint of um, Hannibal Lecter to his voice. He's gone now. We could have got him go, Ooh, I'd like some father beats. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we so could say these <laughs> things <laughs> <at> the <laughs> <laughs> Peter Did I do a funny voice then? Yes! Oh no! Jeez endorsed it! I weren't a funny you voice! Tried, you wheeled out the old Noam Chomsky. Wheeled out Noam Chomsky <laughs> to make myself look clever! Wheel
7: out Noam Chomsky! Does sound a bit like him, doesn't he? Hello, please. Yeah. Hello. You don't know anything of my background. <laughs> my background? I was a young boy in Liverpool with dreams, dreams and Beatles. I'm a pathological liar. <laughs> I went to kindergarten with Luke <laughs> <Nick> Dragger. <laughs> As an older man, Ralph Fiennes
1: and I played conquerors <laughs> <in Clannies. laughs> I remember distinctly myself and Steve McQueen <laughs> riding on a moped. <laughs> <laughs> we lived
7: in halls of residence with public enemy. <laughs>
1: Me and Andy Warhol once went to skateboarding.
7: This
4: isn't... Mr. Zissons! Mr. Zissons! What
2: was that progo called, The Raccoons? Mr.
4: Zissons! Mr. Zissons! Mr. Zissons! Hey, Bert Raccoon! Bert Raccoon! Bert Raccoon! I
1: like them voices.
4: Mr.
3: Sneer. Mr. Sneer.
4: <laughs> <laughs> They've
1: turned me on, them little pigs. They just wore jumping and then little pants on. you on?
3: So what, man? I got a lot
1: of sexual energy. <laughs> right. Let's listen to Turn a Different Corner in honour of Peter Sissons and the meeting of Lennon and McCartney that wouldn't have happened to. Uh, unless for Ivan Vaughan. Let's play that. What? Ivan Vaughan, he introduced us! <laughs> for Ivan. Uh, <laughs> for <laughs> <laughs> Peter
7: Sissons!
1: <Seriously. laughs> I'll tell you what though, Matt, they sent a journalist round my mum's house and scared her. Like, I'm not suggesting we go and smash up old. Didn't all... you put your mum's address in the book? Of course i did <laughs> I teach her a lesson sometimes i wanted more pocket money than i actually received there's no way i'm gonna put up with that sort of rhubarb and that mark aliba no no i didn't put my mum's address in the booking book no i don't think so mate god that would be irreversible oh actually i did put gray yeah, yeah oh, you, i didn't put the why. number though oh yeah that was unwise damn but thing is is because it's called gray's end close right so i thought that that was indicative of a terminal address gray's end close sort of sounds yeah morbid, so I made some brilliantly witty reference to it, and, uh, as a consequence, my poor mum's been hassled <laughs> by a Daily Mail journalist. She works at the Daily Mail, loyal, not monkeys, revolutionary is what we are. What we're gonna do, remember, in a couple of years, I'm gonna give away all my money, formulate a charity, we're gonna buy an island or something, live there on a commune. I and mean, you yeah, and i'm not Come wearing on. that outfit <laughs> you will you'll wear this costume young man or we'll not take those braces off that's yet. what village
2: idiots used to wear <laughs> those smocks oh yeah when we really winkies jumper
1: <laughs> this schmuck is not a village idiot costume do i look like a village idiot um, yeah gene nod it then oh, gee. a village
2: idiot who's broken into a aristocrat's home and stolen <laughs> some stuff and then ran off giggling
1: <laughs> my lord i found my way to your lingerie drawer we <laughs> you took your wife's bra yeah well i think i I look very sexy. She, anyway, this person that I'd like you to not attack because just remember Nora. the revolution is loyal. I know it's a silly paper. I know it is. I know it's a paper for people that you know don't agree with forward thinking. But anyway, this she's like it's only the fact that they sent a journalist around my mum's house and made my mum cry. Right, listen to the bit, Mrs. Brand. certainly how did had, they make her cry by reading parts of your book? <laughs> no, just by telling her. are aware your son's done this. <laughs> What's wrong with him? They probably consoled her. No, but they didn't console her. Listen to this bit. At times, Brand breaks into the chaotic narrative to exclaim just how awful he is. He seems terribly proud of what he has done. His tone throughout is one of simple-minded delight in showing off in his own bad behaviour. More than once, Brand has spoken about dreading what his mother, the most important woman in my life, that's me quoting me, will make of the story. Showing the content, she put her hand over her mouth saying repeatedly, oh my god, what has he done? That's because they sort of ran up to the front door, kicked on it, and went, look at (laughs) <laughs> ah, she was frightened, the poor woman. Right, now this was written by Alison Boschoff. Boshoff. Boshoff? Yeah, Noshoff, more like it. Right, listen to the fear at the beginning. She's yeah, really coating me off. He's fawned on by his Radio 2 bosses, and his autobiography's been given star leery billing, billing by The Guardian. But open the covers, and Russell Brand emerges as sleazy, sad, and consumed by self obsession. <laughs> well, I can't query you with that. Uh, <laughs> she's uh, read he- it then. We? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. It's a fair criticism there by Boshoff. Boshoff seems like she's <laughs> been paid by us. Um, a hero for our times, it says, but that doesn't sound ironic. Convinced he is irresistible, Russell Brand is holding court among 400 fans at a signing event at Waterstones Bookshop on Wednesday night. The comedian is very much in his element, posing for pictures, cracking stupid jokes and signing countless like a comedian, copies. comedian? Yeah, big, childishly finding humour in everyday life.
2: That's good for your fans.
1: Yeah. Posing for pictures, signing countless copies of his autobiography because there were so many. That's good also. The publishers even have to turn people away because it's so popular and successful.
0: Russell Brown.
1: Blah, blah, blah. Uh, his lovers paint a rather different picture because she's saying I reckon I'm a sexy wild man. Which, I've... Matt, you've known me quite a while. Have I ever claimed to be a sexy wild man? Not in those words. Why? What have I claimed? Oh, um, yeah, a sex shaman, I've claimed to be, like you that. you you think you're extremely good in bed. I do think I'm good. I can create magic. That's why, like, only if the other person is as well. You can't sort of just go up to a table and, like, have it off with that. It needs to, sex takes two or possibly more people all in tune with each other. You can't just, it's not like an Olympic sport, is it? You can't just be no. good at it on your own, I don't think, like, you know. What's this for you Christie? doing
2: watching yourself in mirrors?
1: Well, I'm just like, have a look in the mirror, cos- I'm it... really good
2: at sex, actually, cos I watch myself in the
1: mirror. And it's been brilliant. That's our sense- said... I know I'm a sensitive lover, cos I look so sensitive when I'm staring past my sexual Cutting partner. Combing my hair in the mirror. <laughs> the woman had left after ten minutes, but I carried on. She didn't seem to mind while well, she was in a taxi by this time, but I combed my hair into a very neat centre parting. I looked beautiful like a P.G. Woodhouse character. His lovers paint a rather different picture, and one which is considerably less glamorous. Without ex- Exception. Without exception, they describe him as an oddball loner who pads around his Hampstead flat in a white dressing gown and slippers, talking only to his cat Morrissey. That's the only thing oh that's my there. Oh, God. It was.
2: They hmm? get this information.
1: Well, I do do that, don't I? I know. But I love that cat, and everyone talks to their cat. You can't just ignore him, actually. Pads women. around. And I don't pad. Do I pad around? Yeah. What do you mean, pad? Describe that a bit further,
2: then. It sounds like, well, pad, to me, means that you've got slippers mm, on. Yeah. And you just sort of don't want to commit fully to your walk. To so your next so you step. Sort of slide a little bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Plopping along, meandering. Hello, I stride purposefully around my house yeah. like a pirate king. And what's wrong with man? That's like going, oh, he's really loud
2: and arrogant and horrible, and he's all quiet at home and talks to yeah. his cat.
1: What's that? That's not painting a picture of an arrogant, piratical sex maniac walking round in a dressing gown and slippers. Uh, then, yeah, listen to this. He only has a few friends. I got the impression he didn't like being on his own. He would talk to his cat like it was a real person. Like, but a cat's not a pretend person, at any rate. Like, like real person is tautologist. Author?
2: If you like, really, you shouldn't talk to a cat at all. You shouldn't. Well, no i mean you know doesn't if you're going to talk to a cat you can't mm. talk to it as it's a cat then you are mad yeah but yeah talk to it like it's a little person
1: yeah right well so not talk to it in a cat language because that, that is bad. Yeah, imagine that he meowed at his cat and believed oh, yeah. that he understood
4: <laughs> it. i understand it's cat language you know
1: and then, what, it says here, another lover, student Hannah Gregory Soskin, said that Brand would say to Morrissey, have you had a nice night? Have you found any mice? I don't talk to you like that, like I'm a fairy tale wizard, chatting to him. Our school, Morrissey? Hmm, okay, well I've heard some very negative reports back from Hogwarts, <laughs> and if this continues, <laughs> we're gonna expect a kick in the nuts, my lad. She added that he slept in a gum shield to prevent him from grinding his teeth. That's not a gum shield, that was my teeth that alignment. That's like you
2: sleep curled up in a huge gum
1: shield. <laughs> <laughs> in case Frank Bruno comes! <laughs> if, if it protects the gums, why can't it protect my entire body? When she contacted him after their encounter, he sent her a text saying, I don't remember you, can you send a photo? <laughs> well, <laughs> I might have done, but that, that's a very good system for remembering folk. I would only do that to make sure there's no embarrassing incidents. And anyway, I think I'm 25 days celibate now. Blah, blah, you blah. You think
2: you are, why? Would you sleepwalk or something?
1: Well, sometimes I'll make some crazy decisions <laughs> in the land of Nod. BBC
0: Radio 2.
1: I'm performing in front of Her Majesty the Queen of England and Prince Philip. Oh dear. Is it going to be a mistake to do this? I don't know what you're going to do. Not your material. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say. Perhaps some of my views. How about that? No. No you views. You'll say something daft about revolution. I was going to say something daft about revolution, as a matter of fact. What will you say? I'll oh. bet you say
2: some sort of John Lennon-esque comment about...
1: Hey, jangle your jewellery. Jangle yeah.
2: your tiaras. Hello, miss. I recognise you off our money. Do you do something like that, <laughs>
1: I won't recognise you off our money. What might I do? I might say so I was thinking of give, having a bit of a flirt with her. That would be a good story. Oh. Brand dates the queen.
2: Imagine how pulled her out. you, you big head. I might what? flirt with her, and then your next thought is, she'll go out with me. Well, obviously, she's going
1: to leap all over that opportunity. Brand dates the queen.
2: <laughs> you will be in trouble. Remember when the Australian Prime Minister touched her bum?
1: Yeah, her dare back. he. He was put his arm around. He did touch her bum. Matthew. He put his arm around her shoulder. Look at you, you're worse than Noshoff off Do you remember that when the Australian Prime Minister done her majesty over a balcony? Oh. <laughs> he, must, he did nothing of the sort. He put his arm around her, which was a disgrace. Queen of England. Don't you
2: go near her.
1: I won't. They won't let you meet yeah, I'd her. I'd treat her right. If Prince Philip, if I find out that Prince Philip ain't treating her correctly and nobly, I will intervene in Can that marriage.
2: just like when she comes and shakes your hand, just throttle her. <laughs>
1: I imagine you did I oh, know that's really weird when you think. Oh my god, I, I could just could do that, do that do now. That. And She's then, then that would yeah, be the biggest queen. story ever. My god! went, "Come here, you! <laughs> what hey! are you thinking of?" And then, oh, go, and then immediately go, sorry, I'm "Sorry, sorry, sorry, sorry. Look, this won't affect my night, will it?" <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mum. I don't know what I was thinking. Come on, give us a cuddle. Get off her. All sorts of people would just come on jujitsu you in the windpipe. If you did anything like that to the Queen, I wonder what would happen
2: though. Do you they beat you up? Do you think you'd... Like, die in an accident.
1: Don't, that a bit now. weird. Don't say die in an accident. Die in an accident. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I would, uh, I don't know what would happen. Careful. Gonna... Steady. I love Her Majesty the Queen. I'll say that for you. Every time I see her on some money, I think, oh, I might keep hold of what that. Revol- What's her position in the revolution? <laughs> I'm afraid, well, Still don't, a queen. She don't think she's allowed to be the queen no more. If here, well, she can be a sort of a queen, but she's not allowed to have more money than anyone else. Everyone's got to be equal. After so you're royalist? Uh, I, do, I don't mind it, but I just think that everyone has to... It's a, sort of, it's a, having a monarchy is against my principles of absolute egalitarianism, that's, that's but it's good to saying, have totemic figures. Although I said about Throttling and all that stuff, I oh, think that, she yeah. does a fantastic job. Oh, Matt, your OBE is well safe. This is from someone calling themselves a Russ fan. I think I'm pretty safe reading this out. <laughs> Their whole identity is built around liking me. Thank you. I think it's sad that you should write such terrible... Thi- oh, look, they've sent a copy of a letter they're writing into Alison Boshoff. Let's have a look. I think it's sad that you should write such terrible thing about Russell in your column and harass his mum when Russ is such a kind caring man who has been to hell and back and rises like a phoenix from the ashes so please go up your bitterness and engage in some counselling to help turn yourself around and see the light of love russ wants to show love to everyone so i will send you actual love to show that russ fans are better people than you give us credit for please stop and consider what you are saying before you rip into russ for no reasons it takes courage to write a book such as Russ's bookie wook where he faces (laughs) his demons and slays them is now moving on i wish you actual love and blessings well done russ fan not my words but the unbiased <laughs> views of Russfan101. Thank you, Russfan, and all of you on the Russell Brand fan site forum. Oh, and you I turned adore up you. with that written
2: down. In
8: your,
1: <laughs> in your hand. Oh, look at this. Oh, <laughs> Boshoff. Yeah, no, that's from a genuine, lovely fan. That's quite fan, a mature reply. Very mature, because it's loving and decent. Much more mature than my <laughs> puerile attacks on the
2: journalist simply doing her job. Do you reckon the right. um, editor hmm. says, we want a hatchet job on Brad's book. Who's going yeah. kind to of write? Boshoff, yeah. you do it. And she goes, oh, but I don't really care either I quite, way. I quite Dance Floor Trout. Yeah. No,
1: Boshoff, go against Did your she, instincts. Or do you think
2: she goes, i read that book's rubbish, I've oh, written yeah, this,
1: yeah. print if you want, if not, and don't nail it to his door. <laughs> Kick his mum's back door in it, any way you see fit, and stuff this story out here.
0: Russell Brown.
1: We're coming from the Isle of Wight, I'm here of course with my co-host Matt Morgan, hello there Matt. Hello Russell. Just started the show again. I
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I forgot oh, we've been on. <laughs> it's it, it's a recap.
1: Was that a recap?
2: It was a recap until you said hello again.
1: Recap,
4: recap, the best bits.
1: Russell Brown. After the brilliant debate and intelligent conversation that preceded the news, Matthew Morgan, Don't our beloved Matthew Morgan went, Richard Dawkins, open F in effing UFO comes down and shoot him. I love it. <laughs> That's what Matt said. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't
2: say like that. I said, I did say that.
1: If a, I'd love it if a UFO come down and shoot him, <laughs> yeah, shot like, him. Surely, I think and shoot and him. And shoot him. You didn't even know which tense to use. Right in his tallywacker. <laughs> <laughs> if it got him in a tallywacker, he wouldn't be so quick to laugh at ET 2 would he? <laughs> oh, you big soppy sausage,
2: you. Well, you try to be all clever?
1: Is it also not true? Oh, another big word Wait, wait a. I think if, if, oh, a second, if I could just look up another word, one second. I thought I was very, very rich and monotheistic. Yes, I've said it. <laughs> there, there, I, I, I know what it means, but I think it's to do with fry tuck, isn't it? <laughs> fry a tuck. Fry a tuck. How you say you that. got a little bald head, you're pushing your luck. Fry a tuck. Fry a tuck. Get out one of your boobies and I'll give it a suck. Fry a tuck. Fry a tuck. <laughs> fry a tuck get a little goose there. Then get a duck, fry a duck, Keep fry a duck, I'd like to get a donkey and squeeze out its muck. Yeah.
2: Uh, what? How <laughs> have you got that uncanny ability to make up songs? I don't know what Or I do mean. you prepare them for months?
1: I've read them for months. <laughs> <laughs> I rehearse them <laughs> in churches bother people with my nonsense.
2: A
4: duck, when I get <laughs> talk oh, okay. losing my mind, <laughs> I think it's start it! <laughs> booby it's happening again!
1: <laughs> <laughs> on account of me doing the uh, Royal Variety Performance quite soon, I've received this email. It's to us all here Russell, Matt, and G, and even Crazy Insomniac Nick is credited here, even though Noel Fielding said that when he came here, he saw Nick Phillips, self proclaimed insomniac, all asleep like a little white kitten. Really? A... Exactly, exactly. he sleeps
2: and then just wakes up but doesn't realise he's slept. Hold on a minute! I'm Not still awake!
1: Right, sleep. <laughs> yeah, loss. <laughs> <laughs> Eight hours gone,
4: and all for nothing. <laughs> What's the <a> point? <laughs> ah, back into the gym jams.
1: <laughs> this is uh, from Rupert, age twenty-four. He says he's gay. <laughs> so there, he's just he just put that there. He just he says, look at the end of it. He goes love Rupert, age twenty-four, gay. London. Nice work, Rupert. I was thoroughly amused by your discussion of what you might like to do to the Queen when you meet her at the Royal Variety. What about greeting her with no trousers or pants? Or giving her a copy of your bookie book, signed, obviously, or just giving her a little lick on the cheek? All interesting suggestions, Rupert, but likely to lead to me getting a little spell in the tower. That is why we've got, uh, James Whitaker on the phone. He is an expert on royal things and I've known of him for a very long while and he seems to be an adorable gentleman. James, are you there?
4: you know i've never been called adorable in my life but it's i suppose it's the first time and i take it as a compliment
1: well in my view you've been in the wrong company james if those royals who you've spent so much time with haven't uh, seen fit to call you adorable it is a distinct lack of manners and foresight <laughs>
4: Yeah, I've been reporting on the royal family since um, 1968, so it's surely nearly 40 years.
1: Wow. James, could you tell me, during those uh, 40 years, what have been the most interesting events that uh, that you've reported on?
4: Oh, without question, the relationship, the romance. God, I wonder whether it was a romance. The build-up between Charles and Diana when they were heading towards marriage. It was hectic and then of course the tours i did with them um crazy days, the grand tour of italy i think it was 86 for two and a half weeks we were in australia new zealand right at the beginning soon after they got married in 83 we were there (laughs) six six and a half (laughs) weeks I've been everywhere in the world worth Mm. visiting, to be honest.
1: James, we got Slash on the show a little bit later, chronologically, but not actually. And uh, uh, he went on tour, of course, with Guns N' Roses. Was your tours with the Royals did they have the kind of hedonism that one might expect from a tour of a uh, late 80s rock band?
4: It was different, but it was pretty fancy, I can tell you. Why? I, I mean, it was the, we saw the best things on Earth laid on. They weren't laid on for me, but they were laid on for... They should the have been laid on for you. Of ...the Wales and the Queen. I've done a few tours with the Queen. And you stand there and you get some pretty fancy things okay. happening... For example, let me tell you one which actually didn't involve Diana. What was it? It was the first big tour I did, which was 1976, I think it was, and Prince Charles went to Ghana. Mm. And out of the blue, we didn't know it was going to happen, they laid on a Durbar, D-U-R-B-A-R. It's a sort of an Indian thing, really, where it's a gathering of chieftains and clans to come and say and pay respect to their leader, whom they regarded as Prince Charles in those days. And people walked from all parts of Ghana for about a week, week and a half to this fantastic gathering there There must have been a million and a half people, and all the chieftains of the various tribes were brought in on solid gold daisies. There will never be a gathering that big again, ever in history. James, you've seen
1: some wonderful things in your time—be yeah. it some chieftains uh, carried on a gold carriage thing, or waiting in the Sistine Chapel. Now, what I'm most intrigued about personally is—I um, myself am to do the Royal Variety performance soon in about. I ahead. know it's an honour. It feels like a very great honour to perform before Her Majesty. But, James, what will it? Uh, what what sort of protocols must I observe? The Cause
4: protocol you... is it. Tell me. um... Are you looking forward to that? I'm very
1: much, that's the only reason I'm doing it, is because I want to meet Her Majesty exactly. the Queen.
4: You will meet her, and she will be extremely gracious. It's not her favourite evening of the year... No, to attend the prom, I'm to brilliant! Be out, to perform, ...but you won't know that, But I uh, will James. do it beautifully. Yes. Well, what you do is, when you go down the line, you will look at her... Mm-hmm. And as you come, she will put her hand out, you take it. Do not bow from the waist, Russell, (laughs) bow from the neck. From the neck. And you say, just your Majesty. Just say Nothing Your Majesty. Else, just Your Majesty. James, James, what if I want to distinguish? she starts talking James. to you, and she may well do, you don't keep saying Your Majesty. <laughs> you <laughs> saying your majesty. What do I say? You call her your then, majesty, your majesty, your majesty. Ma'am. Ma'am? It's Mamas in Jam, not Mamas in Charm. Why Mamas in Jam, not Mamas <laughs> in Charm? Because, because when you think about it, it is short for Madam, isn't it? You right. don't say Mordom. It's no way. Madam, so it's mortem. Ma'am. Hey,
1: Mordom, give us a kiss. James, what if I want to do something to get extra special attention from the Queen? You yes. know, I want to stand
4: yeah. out. I tell you what, however upfront you are, and mm. how clever you think you are, Quite clever, right you. I'm sure you've got lots of balls, I don't doubt it. <laughs> Just got I two, I but they're what, enormous. She will, her very presence will prevent you from doing it. Honestly? If you then is she charismatic? Think, well, I'm going to do it to prove a point. No, I don't
1: upset her, I love her. You James. will feel the fool,
4: not her. <laughs> James! <laughs> James! Can I just tell you something else? Go on, in. If you then step out of line, I don't, I and you hear her say this to you, you're in deep trouble. What is it? She will say, how very amusing (gasps) and she will then rapidly move on you will know that you've pissed her off at that stage james your language has been worse than Noel gallagher's on this show i you know this is the way it is Uh, you're not going to do it because i think you have respect for her I 8. do have um. respect for Her Majesty, but
1: I want special
4: attention. You know, like the so relationship... your own You're not doing so. You're quite- but lots of people get frustrated. And in fact, it's very funny. I've seen lots of people meeting the Queen, Russell, men who yeah. <laughs> have been so thrown, they've Curtsied. <laughs> Men curtsy and You won't get
1: that from That's me mate. That's quite amusing. <laughs> do you mean that how she means it, like it's not amusing, or do you mean it actually is no, amusing? I mean
4: it's amusing for us to watch, and I'll tell you what, if you were to do that, if you were to curtsy, yeah. and it wouldn't be that extraordinary, you'd feel a bit of a nana afterwards and everybody would take the mickey out of you, she will not laugh at that, she will behave Utterly professionally, and you wouldn't know it. It's just your pulse afterwards will go
1: tee hee hee. Is there nothing I can do to endear myself to her like Essex did Queen Elizabeth First? <laughs> you really
4: want to get close up and personal, oh, don't yeah. you? Well, yes, I do. No, if you're just. Pla- now, wh- one thing you can do is if. She is talking to you, and the conversation gets stuck just for a second. Yeah? It's absolute codswallop to say, oh, you mustn't speak to her unless she speaks to you first. That's nonsense. She is desperate for other people to speak to her, because she has to make all the game. And if you get stuck, do you know anything about horses or dogs at all, Russell? Yes, loads
1: of things. Uh, horses, Mr. Ed, uh, Shergar, <laughs> loads. I've got loads
4: brilliant, of things to do. brilliant. Bring horses up and then you'll talk to her for 10 minutes. She loves dogs too. Remember this, she much prefers dogs and horses to human beings.
1: Brilliant. Okay, that might affect my costume choices.
4: (laughs) James, you've been fantastic. I'll tell you what, you will be enchanted. She is a nice face. She doesn't smile a lot. That's not because she's dull or grisly. (laughs) It was a lady in waiting, oh, I know, 30 years ago, said to me, because I said, Why does she not smile very much? And apparently the Queen says, look, if I go around grinning and smiling all the time, I just look stupid. And therefore, it's more sensible and practical to keep a fairly solemn expression. Now, if if, if you then meet... Prince Philip, who oh, is yeah. following her, and you say something crass, I'll tell you what, you'll get an earful from him. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's the one to watch out for.
1: Right, I'm going to watch him. I'll watch him. I won't, I won't make any no mistakes. make a bit acid tongued. He is a bit acid tongued. I won't, James. James, what are we going to do? Would you mind if we call you after the event and let you know how it went?
4: Well, I hope. I hope I'll have a report at the time. I might even be there and I will be watching. I hope so. I'd be absolutely delighted to hear. James? I'll tell you what, you'll be bowed over because she is a decent, good lady. No, I
1: can't wait to meet you, James, and I think next time that we talk, you will be addressing me as Sir Russell.
4: (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. Thanks for your time, James. Even an OBE would be all right. You know what that stands for? Go on. Other a bagger's efforts. <laughs> thank you very much, James. mate. My... James, thank you bye for your bye time. Bye. Take care, Good James lovely, Wicker. Been a pleasure. Good luck and enjoy
1: yourself, you will. Thank you, James. There he goes, old James I See, he has got an interesting voice, isn't he? He's amazing. You did he speaks like he's got his
2: eyes closed and something in his eyes. <laughs> he's going, i just got something in my I've jumped,
1: eyes. <laughs> I've come out of the shower. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: doesn't go like that. It's, it's weird,
1: though. He's got his sort of bucks at you. I like the way he talks to you. Yeah. Okay, right. So I think I've got it pretty straight. I call her Mammy Pajami. <laughs> I go straight up to her. I grab her
2: by her boob tube. Nay like a horse.
1: <laughs> oh, hey, Jammy. What's going on? <laughs> Who's that guy with you, the old puss. Boop boop! Pin pin! <laughs> Give uh, us a cuddle. I've just done a dirty curtsy. <laughs> and here we are, love. Hey, can I have my knighthood? It stands for up your bugger. <laughs> Bye!
0: Arise! <laughs> oh, nice. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brown.
1: Later on, guess who's coming in here? Chrissy Hind out of the pretenders coming in here. Does she agreed to do karaoke? <sighs> well, no. You have but to she... check that with a record company. I ain't checking nothing with a record company. <laughs> I bumped into Chrissy Hind in a vegetarian restaurant that I frequent and she goes, Oh I know, started chatting to her. She's nice, she's sort of sexy actually, as a matter of fact. Yes. I liked her. So that so what, you're gonna sing Islands in mm. the street? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, I will. It'll be a version of it. If you can imagine, Islands in the streams <laughs>
6: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: <laughs> a Much slower, uh,
1: asthmatic version of Islands in the Stream. Russell Brand. You're listening to Russell Brand's best bits on BBC Radio Two. We're actually using the studios of Isle of Wight Radio, right? So um, at some point we are going to go in. What's going to happen, Matt? I'm going into an Isle of Wight Radio well, show. there's a show infused. going
2: on being done here. A soul show from 10 o'clock. Soul onwards. show. I think you should go in there, mm. and then we can switch to their
1: output. output, and we'll be listening. So people will be listening to the Russell Brand show live on BBC Radio Two. But what they'll actually, but they'll get the output of Isle of Wight Radio. But I reckon legally. Mm. You, I'm a guest. You're a guest. I'll be a guest. So I can We're be really responsible.
2: So you could pretty much say anything. I can
1: say what I like Racist. A, a incendiary views on race. This is the platform I've been waiting for. <laughs> some of my pretty bonkers views are going to come out. I've got no bonkers views on race. Russell Brand. Oh, you're not going to believe this. You are not going to believe. Are we on air? I don't think so. Oh. Are you telling this?
0: Are the bits Hello,
1: are- I'm Russell Brand. We're we're in a mystery location <laughs> with Alex Dyke. Alex, do some output. This is your show. Oh my God, you're
4: not going to believe this. Uh, Russell Brand has just joined me on the Alex Dyke Soul Show big chump, big star in the studio, and just as we were going to go on air, someone flicked a switch and it all went,
3: <laughs> which is For a bit part, like my yeah. career.
1: I think your career is going to go from strength to strength, Alex. Because tell you the truth, I've been watching you through the window from where I've been doing my show. I've never seen broadcasting like it, and I've seen some of the best. I've seen Wogan. He broadcasts with his top off. I've seen Chris <laughs> Evans. He does a lot of things with his trousers down. The pair of them, they're like a they're like a yin and yang, Wogan and oh, the <laughs> pair of them. So is it, everything's working now in your I don't radio know. show. We're on air. On air, right? So the Alex Dyke Sol show's on air. Of course the BBC never goes off the air, does it? Of course it doesn't. That's part of our duty. Now I'm just a guest on your show, innit? So I've not got no real obligations. So I'd like to use this as a platform to express some of my new views. Listen! <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, 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 no. My I- mate Ike he told me say!
1: I like David Ike, but he scares me cause, ooh, cause I like with all the people so over he there. Says. I can see him. He's still in our studio. Hold on a minute. There's just a big 12 foot lizard. He's transformed. <laughs> the whole thing was a coup. We trusted you, Ike. We trusted you.
0: Do you like song music?
1: There's nothing I like more, Alex Dyke, than a bit of soul of an evening. I'll settle down. I'll listen to a bit of Otis Redding. Then i just fall asleep again. I like soul music, of course I do. Motown, that'd fall under the general Yeah, 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 yeah. Soul. What's like so-
0: what, what CDs? What
1: soul CD? Have you got any soul CDs in your car? I don't, don't car? have CDs anymore, granddad! This is the age of the <laughs> download! <laughs> We're the number one podcast in the country! I don't own a CD! If I saw a CD, I'd smash it up as being an antiquated object from the past! All this output's going out on my Radio 2 show, you know, Adam.
5: Yeah, I've never had such a big audience, Russell. Nice, isn't it?
1: Our radio, all our Radio 2 people are listening now, because I've s- come over here, I've scarped over it in a mystery location because we can't tell people on your radio show where we are. Can no because we? if we do then people will come to the studio I'll just and probably I'll not me. tell anyone why you can't admit to that. I'll never why with me where david lives. So why to you why can't you tell people where you are? Because it's, it's a mystery if I told people you know what happened to that radio one dj tim westwood someone shot him. Tim, tim Westwood is a big friend of mine. <laughs> 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 tim Westwood this is going after you. <sighs> <laughs> Wee! I like being a guest here. Look at my boobs. You oh, know? for God's <laughs> I'm knocking about This is your radio show. Control your guests, Alex Dyke. For God's sake, you're what? No, 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 no,
4: no, no. Listen, you are not
1: as dangerous as David Icke. No? Not yet, but I don't know. You're getting there. I just I want you to, to be it. a filthy lizard man. How about that <laughs> for a bit of risky radio? <laughs> Alex Dyke, I've got to go back to my radio show now. People listening to me on Radio 2, this is what the revolution will be like. I'll take over all radio stations, it'll be brilliant. I mean, you know, I'm just a guest, but that's why I've been so cheeky and saucy. I'm going to dash back over there to the Radio 2 listeners. Alex, I've enjoyed being on your show enormously. You're a very fine gentleman. You've been complimentary and flattering. And if there weren't certain broadcasting laws, I would kiss you so hard and not on the mouth. Oh, that might my daughter's night. Thank you very much. Let's <laughs> hear for Russell Brand,
0: everybody. Russell Brand.
1: So, yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, when i on naughty on that show. God. What, Matthew? It's worse having you as a guest, isn't it? Yeah, because there's no restraint. <laughs> Poor man. Or... He was lovely, actually. Why can't fella. he admit where he is, though? He can't admit he's on the Isle of Wight for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because he's a tax exile. <laughs> and a known pervert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, earlier on, as we've been saying, we talked to Slash, or rather I spoke to Slash, while Matt snivelled round at his I feet. <laughs> Matt curtsied girlishly. Uh, when you meet Slash, don't look him in the eye or try and touch his ass. You'll embarrass Slash. <laughs> Matt broke every protocol in the book when <laughs> he and Slash he t- tried to borrow his top hat. There will be a few photographs on the website of me standing next to Slash, very much an equal, a respected peer of Slash and Matt, like a slivering, <laughs> sniffling little wretch. And you've got that look on your face in the picture next no, to Slash. So unfair. You look like. <laughs> someone look of moon-faced indifference staring off all baffled <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. okay so let's uh let's have a little listen to that interview now this is a guy me matt and g met slash
0: ah he's out got to this bbc radio 2 russell brand
1: please ladies and gentlemen welcome to the russell brand show actual slash <laughs> hello slash.
0: Hey.
8: thank you Thanks for <laughs> thank Watch you out, uh you're all right there. Yeah, yeah, I'm just sorting it out. You okay. look
1: Bloody fantastic if oh, I can yeah. say so. I'm a heterosexual man. I've been wearing these same
8: clothes for well no, I changed my shirt, but my bag was lost for a little bit there, so I've been wearing these pants for three days. Really? Yeah, you're carrying it off. Like, yeah. you know, it they look better after a couple of days, I
1: suppose. Yeah, I suppose like after a while they start to form to the yeah. shape of your legs. There doesn't seem there's certainly no hygiene problem at no. all. You seem fantastic. And I bet you know judging from your biography matt's read it i've only read a bit that was serialized in an english newspaper but i imagine wearing the same clothes for a few days is not it's a massive problem yeah, for you.
8: yeah I've, I've done it before
1: yeah yeah, yeah. on accounts of i suppose uh like the horrors of addiction sometimes you will just leave on the same clobber for maybe even a month it could be a while yeah <laughs> yeah cuz uh like it goes out the window a bit the personal hygiene while on drugs
8: everything disposal. goes out the window <laughs> that's 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 the problem with it
1: manners that right? goes out the window yeah. Human kindness. Um,
8: just observing anything other than what the what you happen to be hooked on. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's right, isn't it, with the old drugs? You know, yeah, that you pretty much soon prioritise drugs above all else. Nothing yeah. else really yeah. matters. Um, Matt, who is a massive fan of Guns N' Roses, and you in particular, uh, said that one of his favourite bits of your biography was, like, you used to see little imps running <laughs> around your legs. Could you tell us a bit about that, please, Slash?
8: Oh, it was just, uh just a hallucinatory thing you know mm. um and i actually i sort of I, I have to admit i sort of enjoyed it yeah. but i it, it got the best of me at one point and i sort of got out of hand and i had a brush up with the the law over it well
1: hold uh, on why first of all you liked the imps you thought i quite like
8: having well the imps. it got it got out of control though you know I, i'd done it i'd been through that before and it wasn't too big of a deal it was sort of fascinating actually but then, right. there was one time where i just took it too far and i actually thought they were trying to trying to attack me and yeah. so and I, and I actually attempted to flee from them and I did was fleeing from nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you know. it, we're fleeing from nothing, after <laughs> do you know when you've got away? And I, and I was in it, I was in a resort hotel with absolutely no clothes on and destroyed my room trying to get out of my hotel room and then ended up on a, on the uh, resort grounds running through there and I, I managed to go into some room that a maid was cleaning and run the maid over. Right. in my haste and she freaked out and it was just a huge scene it's
1: good to be out run over a person <laughs> without a car yeah right?
8: to to run over yeah but she pressed charges a battery
1: in, oh did she yeah uh,
8: or oh. something like that that's a bit ungrateful you'd have thought she'd be pleased yeah, probably with the freaked her out this yeah. long-haired naked guy coming out of nowhere
1: yeah yeah that can't be easy if we're yeah. just trying to clean a room with me i've never had proper good hallucinations on drugs i've always been more things just moving around a little bit i was a bit of a heroin and crack addict myself and i didn't have much luck with the with the hallucinations it
8: was no it was you know what it was from it was from shooting coke
1: right that'll do it <laughs> yeah that'll produce the cloak <laughs> timps. they'll come out of the woodwork why you start my main line in Charlie yeah. they'll turn up oh well it's lovely to have you uh, back and on the level and everything because uh, we don't use drugs now no I haven't in a while oh congratulations yeah. uh, how long
8: uh, it's been 15 months. Oh, well done, mate. Wow, oh, nice yeah. one.
1: Um, what I wanted to know is, you know, in the music industry, isn't there a bit of a vested interest in keeping, this is Matt's theory, in keeping musicians all doped up and addicted so that you can
8: be manipulated? Yeah, I think that that, that is a reality, especially in the 70s, you used to use drugs to keep people from absor- from realising what was going on around them and also keep them working. Yeah. You know, I think Aerosmith was a, a, a great example of that back really? in the day, yeah. Oh, oh. Cheers. It's a
1: nice cup of tea being bought in Slash. There you go. That's more like uh, it. A cup of good old English tea. Actually, we put some heroin
8: in it. Just I think <laughs> it coffee. No, it's got Jack Daniels. Because <laughs> otherwise, you might not see That's imps. how I used to do my coffee. Though.
1: Really? A bit yeah. of Jack Daniels? Why not? Other whiskies are available. Um, let's let Matt ask you a question because right. you're his proper hero and everything. Right. Okay. Uh, Go on, do you
8: reckon Axel's read your book yet? Oh, I know he's read it cover to cover at least a half dozen times. Really? Because <laughs> I really someone else that's, read it, that's first. the way he is. He comes um, out all right. A bit. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have any reason to to say anything negative about Axel. I talked about some negative issues or some factual stuff that actually happened, yeah. some events that went down. But I didn't attack his character because there's no reason for me to. That's I think it. everybody wanted me to just to mm. see what dirt I would, you know. But I wanted the book to be as honest and I also wanted to be an optimistic book as opposed to just, you know, a negative sure. dirt book.
1: Slash Burley people are coming in here to take you away from us. They'll probably fill you up with booze <laughs> yeah. to keep you on the treadmill. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, Slash, for coming in.
0: All right, cheers. Russell Brown.
1: Slash! <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's out Guns and Roses. Are we still recording? There goes Slash. What did you think about that then, Matt? I didn't know what, when you put me on the spot I, was like, oh, no. I thought I'd give it a bit of a build-up so that you yes, had time to think of yes. what to say to
2: him yeah but I had actually thought that like naturally I was just thinking I wonder facts Axel Rose is it's a
1: good question good if it's an actual authentic question it was quite it was a good interview he's a nice bloke yeah he's
2: totally on the level uh, the amount of drugs he's done in his life I oh, know I wanted to get around to that but think you know you would have some long-term effect but it doesn't seem to have so
1: Back on the drugs, then! <laughs> <laughs> there we go! If we've learned anything from our interview with Slashers, the drugs have no negative <laughs> side-effects! Drugs are bad, don't take drugs. We've got a very special person on the phone, it's a friend of the show, without whom we would all be very much at a loss, it's Noel Gallagher. Hello, Noel, how are you, mate? You alright?
5: <coughs> Merry Christmas. Right,
1: Coffin? Merry Christmas to you as well, nice to hear from you, you OK? No, it's
5: nice to hear doing? from you, You're not the other way around. It?
1: <laughs> well yeah he is actually because it's not nice to hear from you because you're a miserable curmudgeonly hater hey, 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 I, I'm,
5: not, I'm fine how are you you all right how's matt more the point
1: he's all right he's I'm just right. sat moping about you know when he goes all sulky and teenage he's a bit like that today he's in that <laughs> sort of vibe <laughs> what's oh, going on I you can never tell he's actually drinking, so, I mean, if he is hungover, it's as a result... I've had one can of cider. I've had one can of cider! <laughs> Dude, Matt is one of them people that, when he's drunk, all he goes to is, I can't believe I've drunk three <laughs> bottles of vodka and I'm not drunk! That's all he says to you when he's drunk. <laughs> I can't believe it! I, I, this I is what you do when you're drunk! Week before. It was good fun,
5: wasn't you, it, Matt? Yeah, it was good. When you went to Led Zeppelin... That's right, yeah. By the way, were you swagging yeah, me off in your column in the song the other day?
1: Yeah, I think I might have used my column in the sun as a, a mouthpiece to yeah. uh, attack you. Why?
5: There's no, there's no
1: need for that, Russ. <laughs> it's just because, remember, when I said I'd met Her Majesty the Queen, which I have done, you goes, know, hey, what are you doing, sucking up to establishment? No, man? no, no no, oh, no, no,
5: Did I say those words, or did I say, I could smell <laughs> the cheese through the newspaper?
1: Yeah, well, that's probably yeah, right. your own I didn't use the word to
5: establishment or suck up at all, but you wrote in your <laughs> little page, little hairdo, <laughs> did, oh, did you, you see Gallagher the crown, said to me. Noel no, Gallagher never said
1: that to you. Yeah, well, you said something. You sent me a text message that said something like, uh, "Like, oh, look at you, up like, smaller The trees coming from. Like, yeah, it was something along those lines." And I said, "I seem no, to remember you." No, with I know. Hey, I watched Blair. your
5: program on Jack Kerouac the other night? Good, isn't it? It was quite
1: good. Hey, what do you mean "quite good"? Why have you put a qualifying quiet in front of the "good" for? Well,
5: you know, the, because you know the bit where you and Matt are still on the streets and you and you're you're kind of going, "Oh yeah, but there must be something better than this for all these people." Do you know what I mean? It's like, "Oh yeah,
1: the revolution." Yeah, the revolution. Yeah, trying to get out of bed. Yeah, the revolution. Yeah, but it's all quite.
5: I find things that are all quite vague though, do you know what I mean? That there must be some, like, what? You know, like, I don't like Jack Kerouac went on his, his, his mission across America to find the real America, but don't you find that quite vague? Well, what I'm that, trying what, to say I find it quite pointless, but entertaining because Matt was- <laughs>
1: Listen, never mind condemning our programmes as being vague and pointless. The revolution, I'll I'll polish it up with some policies pretty soon, but I'm not going to be doing that. I'm very much the front man of the revolution. (laughs) Consider what would happen if you allowed Liam to design the ethos of Oasis. What kind of a shambles you'd be in now. I'm very much the person up the front of the revolution. What would Oasis be like? It would be purple if
5: Liam designed it.
1: Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? It would be purple, where people would be confused, there'd be sporadic and consequential violence. How's the show going tonight? Well, this radio show, yeah, it's been good. We're doing it from my house. He's a bit mad, because, like, me and Matt have been wandering around, right, just talking, and you sort of forget that it's a radio show, because it's just, it's just me and Matt that. wandering around my house. No, there's a bloody great big choir, there's a beatboxer, G's here, there's people assisting my mum's here, yoga teacher, of a nine-year-old girl, Fat Roy, or Rotund Roy, as he's been renamed, because he found that hurtful, Big Danny O'Leary, our bit of sexy muscle, tart with a heart-tile character, wow. two girls that I met in, in Selfridges. Hmm? You've got all those people what? in your flat? Yeah! It's not a flat! I've got a nice house, haven't I? I've got nice... It's not a flat! Well, how many bedrooms has it got? Well, then, I've turned all the bedrooms into dungeons, but it's got nine dungeons! <laughs> so just to give you some idea of what sort of thing goes on here. Here, listen, listen to this, uh, email we've recently received. It's from a person claiming to be called Katie. Hello, Russell, Matt, G, and everyone else in the kitchen. Russell, when is your date with Jerry Halliwell? Huh? There's an update for you. Gallagher, get that down your neck. You've also, got a date with Jerry Halliwell? Well, it's on the cards, is what I'm saying. Right. Obviously, now it's about to be ruined by you, but it was a possibility until about right, five seconds ago. For? What would she do that for? Well, I think because I find her uh, interesting and sparky, she did, because I'm a charismatic it. torpedo of love, all full of ingenious schemes, like a modern day William Blake, got a notion of power and a sort of a emotion lake.
0: Russell Brown.
1: Right, we are going to break a Guinness World Record of a... Stouts are available. We're gonna break a world record here on the show. We've got quite a lot no, of options. we're gonna attempt to No, We're gonna yeah, they will be doing our jingle race war That's why I've brilliantly now making up on the spot this jingle just before the show goes get a bit of OG original I'm be wow. dubbing it live on this the mic. Yeah, amazing. all right all on the mic all on the mic This is me Russell Brand all on the mic. Okay, go on, play it in then here we go ready Yeah, this is my entry for the jingle contest. Tell us what Oh, not jingle contest I meant jingle race war so let, uh, let us know what you think of my entry to the jingle race war <laughs> original <laughs> Victim. Oh, no. Matt M. Original victim. Matt M. Original victim. So brilliant. That's a work of art. I've never seen. Look at the people in the gallery. They're overjoyed in there. There's people weeping. The woman's been sick in the bag. She's not been sick in her bag. That was a vomiting of tr- sheer naked triumph.
0: Russell Brown.
1: Okay, so here, let's hear my live jingle. Oh, do we Is have it, to do that again? Look, just once more. i can sure I can do it this time. I can't wait. Right. Right. <clears throat> matt morgan original victim so wait, matt oh, morgan original victim go on then oh, you think you're better than me go on do it then you think you're better uh, than us right shut up go on then
2: what is it matt morgan original, original victim. victim how's it yeah. start oh okay well that, yeah matt right
1: morgan, what you're, oh, you're shouting over ah, it. it it's so easy to judge others not so easy <laughs> right, shut up go on, on you having another go yeah go on then Go on. Well, shut up. We can't have dead air. I have to fill the time. Whoa, it's my stop. actual job. Right. Matt
2: Morgan. Victim. Matt Morgan. Victim. That
1: was really good, actually. Well done. Round of applause. <laughs> but, hold on. Spoils are shared. Because doesn't it show the brilliant idea it originally was? By I me. Mean, really?
2: Hmm. When it's originated, it couldn't work it. Imagine someone had gone, I've invented a light bulb. It doesn't work, though. Well, but someone will work it. I'd have to turn it on one day.
1: Sometimes I just hold it above my head to demonstrate that it's an idea I've had, although that semiotically wouldn't make sense yet, because it doesn't light. But nonetheless, in 20 years or so, me holding this bulb above my head will represent an idea being had. So here's the telephone. I'll say hello, and then somebody <laughs> hundreds of miles away, if they imagine they heard me say it, it's sort of how it'll work. OK, right. Now, look, you're ruin our chances of getting in the guinness book of records with pure cynicism if i may say so well, Matthew. i might get in there for being the most cynical man ever well all right but as it's an abstract concept i don't see how that's ever going to occur
7: russell brown
1: what is the record for saying to be or not to be
7: okay it so the fastest talking you said
1: that deliberately fast to just make me nervous sorry the
7: fastest talking hmm. is 260 words of the speech and you have to do it in quicker than 23.8 seconds
1: 260 words in 23.5 that would just sound like garbled rubbish it's unlike the rest of, of the show which is it's brilliant
7: ten, it's 10 words a second yeah, 10
1: and... words a second that's
7: impossible oh it's, it's done we, we, we have to who's done it a uh, guy yes. called Sean Shan, who's listening actually and is available to demonstrate on the phone if I want to give him a call.
1: No, I don't want Sean <laughs> Shan on the show. Yeah, let's have it. Sounds too weird. Sean Shan on the show? What if he's in the shower?
7: Um, so, yeah, 23.8 seconds. i have my timer. So, do right, you
1: know. time it. But remember, let me win, cos it'll be good publicity <laughs> for your wretched Guinness bookie book. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike mine already, selling in their millions! <laughs> Hundreds of thousands. But of come hours. on. Mouth exercises. Alright, let's do some mouth exercises. Get me ready. I always do this before I I'm gonna I be like, like Rocky's record. trainer for you. Okay, go on then. You're like Mick out of Rocky 1. On, I actually have never seen Rocky. Well, he's a bit like this. OK, kid, you're an Italian tank. You're okay, like... a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I've not finished with You're an them. Italian tank. You're like grease lightning, kid. Look, I love... This. It's disgusting, Peyton. <laughs> he's a right, bit come like... Come well, let's know, just right? say that was your vocal warm-up. Hold on, hold on, Brr Swan swam across the sea, swim, swan swim, swan swam swan, swan swan Actually I said that properly then, and it was so fast that um, i probably That's already not that character. different to your Normal broadcasting. Oh, hurtful <laughs> things to say to someone Come in, on the very voice. anniversary. <laughs> when I'm 64. Can I have the record for the most <laughs> lachrymose insult to the legacy of the Beatles? <laughs> Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? When I'm 64 here we go and here is my record attempt by me and i'd like to say i'm dedicating this to everyone everywhere god bless you people of earth <laughs> here we go then i know we've had some hard times but god damn it it's sure as blooming worth it, isn't it when we lead up to this record breaking moment in your face all right okay here we go uh,
7: right uh, when do we start craig i'll give you a three two one and then hold on that wasn't it was it
1: no.
2: He said,
7: "I'll give you a three, two, one. two, one." Well, I thought he that was a threat,
1: go... like Ted Rogers. <laughs> Ted <laughs> Rogers looming over your shoulder with Dusty Bin with his lid off. Three, two, one. We all remember that, don't <coughs> we? Yes. Right, kids. Okay. Well, I feel actually genuinely, ner- genuinely nervous. Oh, bloody hell! It's not easy being a record breaker. I will tell you that, man. not to be. Right. Okay. Okay. okay Let go
7: then. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Go.
1: To or be or not to be no that's a little muds of the things there. I write arrows and outrageous full short take outside. So see your troubles and by opposing end of them to die to sleep no more and to sleep. I say when the high can fast natural shots of the flesh the airs of consumption to battle be, be wished to die to sleep, to sleep, a chance to dream. Hey, there's the rub, for him that sleeper death, what dreams may come when we've shuffled off this more coil must give us pause, and there's the respect that makes calamity of life so long. For who would bear the whips and scorns of time the oppressors wrong, the proud man's consummate, the pangs of despised love, the laws, delayed the insolence of office and the spurns of the pa- patient patron merit, and the unworthy takes, When he himself might take this quest of pain with a bare booking, who would fad bear to grant to sweat under a weary life, but the dread of something after death, the undiscovered country from whose bourn no returns puzzles the will and makes us rather than bear those eels we have than fight to others we know not of. thus conscience does make cowards of all and thus the native view of resolution particularly tickling with the power cast of thought and enterprise this great picture moment with disregard the current samurai and lose the name of action how much
2: <laughs> once more with feeling <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's just me trying my hardest to convey the, the, the meaning of hamlet well how fast was that that was... I started at the beginning. I could do better. You could. That was 40 seconds. Oh, no. Sorry. That's... <laughs> I apologise for not breaking that record. <sighs> it's hard, isn't it? But I reckon I could shave you 10 seconds. off. It. speed. But I've... Heard, you know when you I on Record breakers. Yeah, it just sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, isn't it? Doesn't yeah. it make sense when they do it? Right. right. I think I deserve something for that, don't I? No. Perhaps a spell in the Maudsley Mental Hospital <laughs> 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 to recover no. from the ordeal. All right, I don't Mind know... Mind you, now, it. it's
2: like running 100 metres
1: in 20 seconds. <laughs> so it's quite good. <laughs> Which is, is you quite saying? good. <laughs> Fair enough, I tried my hardest. Can't say any fairer than that. Right, now, uh, Matt, eat your bananas, then. I don't want to. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have <laughs> not agreed not to it, then. Oh, well, what, really? Come on, mate, eat your bananas, for Christ's <laughs> sake. Like, Why you
2: have I just say, like, bananas come in all different sizes. Who's, That's you know, a good
1: that? bloody point, Matt. So do words, and so does time
2: bananas in like hot countries
1: how do i know my seconds weren't shorter than that other fella Shay machiney or whatever his name was this is a mug off ah oh, sounds like an irish name what's guinness irish i get it i get it yeah i see how this works yeah and what's your name craig o'reilly well 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 and if you look very closely at the guinness book of record every single record is held by an irishman look at this fastest bit of running ever jerry adams right <laughs> This has been exposed as a sham. Well, well, well. Pat Jennings, tallest man ever to have lived. This is a disgrace. The
0: best bits.
1: Russell Brand. You're listening to Russell Brand on BBC Radio 2. I'm in my actual home in North London. How specific will we be? With me here is an act. Because this is unavoidably Christmas time, right? The time of Jesus and whatnot. Yes. So, why did you say yes like that? Sounds like you were going to go on a Richard Dawkins style tirade <laughs> against Christianity as a concept. We've got here the Hot Butter Soul Collective, who can only be described as a choir with a beatboxer featuring line art. That's, that's how it's we have to say it. Hot Butter Soul Collective featuring line art. You're very much outside? of the Hot Butter Soul Collective. as soon as G went, he went, yeah, I'm Lionheart. G went, uh, yeah, I know you. You're the Lionheart. Yeah, I know you from gigs. You're always late. That is our Lion... Ah, he has the qualities of a lion. He is brave, like the lion. And like lions, he is never punctual. Oh, Simba, you are my son. Where are you? You're supposed to be here, Simba. Oh, Christ. Joy, joy, joy
3: to the world. joy. Joy, joy to the joy, joy, joy.
1: Right, so why don't we now get Buddy Chrissy Ironed in here? Stick on one of her records, ain't you got no Pretenders but or something? But sometimes thang? people
2: find that rude, don't they? What if you put one of their records? Yeah, let's look at her face. Because then they've got. She to go. said no.
1: Why? Get her in there, Chrissy. Come in, love. Because they've got to sit there all the way through their own song. So what? That's singing. one edge. I like listening to my stand-up. I just nod patiently till it ends, thinking, "This is brilliant. This bit, this is good." <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Chrissy Hyde. Oh, yeah, Chrissy Hyde. Chrissy, talk in that microphone. Okay. Bring it nearer to me if you, you want my love. If you want well, proximity, really you'll be kind of... pretty drunk to do this karaoke. Don't get drunk, Chrissy. I will say okay. that when we met in that vegetarian restaurant, he goes, "Hey, what should I bring to the show?" And like listed out a big load of substances, as if you were some sort of pharmacist.
0: No, didn't I did not. not. No,
1: you didn't. I just made that up. Now, what <laughs> bloody all are you up to, Paul or Peter, whoever the hell you are? Use Matt's mic, crane in, and start explaining yourself. Why are you an out? This is the karaoke
6: expert. Chris Hi here. guys, okay. I- I- I'm putting on one of these shows for these two. I'm gonna good love it as well.
1: He can't even talk properly. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> Have you ever done, I've done karaoke? Finger man. I've never done karaoke. Oh. I'm more concerned whether it's going to work or not. Well, so am I, you bloody charlatan. You're an hour late. What were you doing? Christy, have you, have you ever... You've done karaoke. Oh, yeah.
7: I, I've discovered the beauty of karaoke in Antwerp. Oh, really?
1: Why? What happened in Antwerp? Well, I,
7: I knew I would karaoke. know anyone there
3: for a start.
1: Right,
7: but, so... but the
3: thing with karaoke is no one pays attention to you. Yeah, no one's listening. You one could be me.
6: Al Green or Martha Reeves, anyone you want, and everyone else is, you know, just...
1: Well, I don't think that's the case. People focus, don't they, on karaoke? Uh-uh.
6: No. <laughs> they just ignore
1: it? No, absolutely ignore it. You can do anything you want. Well, not on bloody radio too, you can't. We've oh, got okay. to concentrate. Well, let's find out, let's find out. Boys are blue. Boys okay, are blue women are pink, okay. <clears throat> Come on. Baby... Oh no, go, that's go, the, go. Oh, Okay, hold on. Judge, <laughs> down. Baby, when I met you, there was peace unknown. Oh, flat. I oh. set out to get you with a fine oh, tooth comb. I was soft inside. There was something <laughs> going on. Ooh. You're bloody Chrissy
3: Eyne, tell this us a, a joke, go on But you don't know something, tell me I can explain
6: Oh,
3: you are Hold me closer and feel no pain Am I supposed to be yeah, finally she oh. sings right Do you bloody well, you're Chrissy Eyne We got something going on, tender love is blood requires That's education. not lit up yet!
1: Oh. Tender love is blood it requires a dedication. <laughs> All this love we feel needs no conversation. We ride it together, uh huh. Making, Making love, love with each, each other, other. uh huh. She's looking at me. Islands in the street, that is what we are. No one in between. Right, this piece, looks... Oh, I
3: good. could... Well, of course, this is- I without you If the love was gonna Everything is nothing if you got no one And yeah. you did walk in that night Slowly losing sight of the real thing I
1: hope we didn't do this in front of everyone, John But that won't happen to us <laughs> I don't know this bit of the song It's difficult because this, this is song got a complex like- on yeah. And we got- Well, I don't know that We're bit of the record. With them, with them. It's real thing. I mean, like, it's, you know, that, I don't remember that being in the song. No more
3: will you cry. Baby, I will hurt you never. I'm making up the mallet. And we start and end as i in love forever. Go. Ride it together.
1: This ain't how oh, I remember Islands of that. the Stream You're apart
4: Okay, okay
1: Well this bit I think is too high. Okay Islands in the
3: Stream, the stream that, is that is what we are we No one in between, between.
1: I think islands in, in the, the stream. stream that, that is, is what, what we are. No one in between. How can we be wrong? We can get a you sail away with
3: me. I, I need I it say. to another, another world. world. And, and we rely, rely on each other. Bloody
1: good job. We don't have to rely <laughs> on each other, Chrissy. <a> We've been in an awful lot of financial <laughs> trouble. <travel. laughs> From one level. I, I think together. you can cover me at this point. Right, there we go. One, there we go, Islands in the Stream. I think that has sailed by pretty seamlessly. I that was all, well. Chrissy, give us a kiss.
8: You rob rubbish.
1: Of it's not my bleeding job. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're a bloody singer. You ask me on a show yeah. and humiliate me, and I should be ashamed. Listen, of I myself. think you're absolutely fantastic. To tell you the truth, perhaps that's the sort of thing that would have benefited from a rehearsal. But let me tell you, Chrissy, you are absolutely magnificent. I don't think
6: we could have done it any better.
1: Nor do I. And I don't think have we you should heard aspire you've seen to. Tonight. Hey, listen, have you not heard my hit single, When I'm 64, because I think it would blow your mind? Have a little listen to this. Have you got it, Matthew? It's not in there at the moment. Well, I'm I'm capable of greatness. Anyone will anyone will tell you that who's heard my sergeant Pepper cover or when I'm 64. To your show. Well, that they might dispute that quite fervidly. But anyway, for God's sake, karaoke. You told me it's all in the brilliant. spirit of fun right brilliant yeah come on why is there an inquest why is the band splitting up hey Good come guys. on i remember when it used to be about yeah, the music chrissy this one. band's falling let's apart try another i ain't one. doing no more bleeding karaoke so okay. i don't it's like it's nice coming dreams. down here on my evening off look we can have a chat and stuff you do bloody singing i'll do jokes it seems to be a perfect relationship right
0: online on digital and on 88 to 91 fm
3: you're listening to the best of Russell Brand on BBC Radio Two.
1: Time now for the poet laureate of the show, Mr G, to summarise the entire show with a brilliant poem. Well, yeah, Mr. Woo! yeah. atmosphere, atmosphere. Four more years. <laughs> okay. Sit down now. That's weird. Whoa. In the slash seat. In the slash seat. Get out of that. I'm <laughs> that because I had a slash on it a minute ago. <laughs> so the slash actually stood up.
4: Okay, the poem. An expressional prose just letting you know, like a pin-pin injection for those who incidentally chose to join us each Saturday. You're an extraction is the practice players Russ and Matt chat away, an itchy jumper can get you sacked today. So actually, what's the cost of being <laughs> fobbed off? Reporters tossed off, doors locked off, this is Randy Morgan calling Bosch off with a banana hoodie phone blocked off. Rock God slash fears an attack of the little imps, while Cockrell and Nash demand less noise as they reach the actual brink. Just stop and think, all this raw protocol is evidently confusing. Apparently the Queen heard the Bowie slash phone call and found it extremely amusing. (laughs) Woohoo!
1: there were no errors. Good work there. Gee. Well, what a fantastic show it's been, yeah? Like, what a fantastic show it's been, Matt. You've been lovely. You've really contributed today. Yes. And look at us in our jumpers. You're know. wearing itchy. I'm wearing cashmere. <laughs> we're a couple of guys. There's a
2: metaphor there, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you don't seem to be bothered by the itchiness. No, it's almost like I'm an adult. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You do worry, however, that your soul might have been stolen by the slash pick. Can I just say your that you've got a, little, um, a little
2: bag hanging off your uh, jumper with... The cat Spare buttons and stuff. <laughs> I don't know if that's a look you're going for. I or... think
1: I can bust that look. I think I can. Hey, Graham, one of our favourite engineers. Mm-hmm. Lots of love oh, you. will make that engineer window. jealous. Trevor, I love you as well. Why don't the two of us get off of each other and I our new item? Gay engineers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's been a fantastic show. Thank you, Mr. G. Thank you, Slash. James, well done for finally getting this horrible uh, jumper. Thank you, Slash. Thank you, Slash. Why don't you do your brownie <laughs> dance with your sisters? With Shut up. <laughs> Why don't you do your brownie <laughs> dance that the uh, sisters used to do when and they go thank you thank you well done clapping around well done their well done
2: well done Then thank you thank you thank you actually
1: why don't you do that to i slash... will i will yeah do it get it done russell brand you're listening to russell brand's best bits on bbc radio 2 online on digital and on 88 to 91 fm